If you've got a personal auto insurance question, you could talk to a cab driver. Although the policies he recommends might include avoiding the interstate, beating traffic by taking the back roads, and only making left turns when absolutely necessary. Or you could talk to your local GEICO agent, whose policy is to use their expertise to navigate your insurance, finding the best route to help you save money on insurance for your home, car, and more. And as an added bonus, you'll be able to avoid traffic jams and potholes entirely. To find a GEICO agent near you, visit geico.com local. I guess the most obvious theme of the readings today is forgiveness. I'd like to get one step behind that, though. Rather than find ourselves in a situation where we need to forgive, I think it's important sometimes to watch your mouth. Watch what we say. Watch what we do. To hurt the feelings of another person then you won't need forgiveness. Okay, so let's go with that for a few seconds. So someone thinks he or she, you know, because of the Bill of Rights, can say anything they want to say, and regrettably they do say what they want to say with no filter. And of course, because they're self-righteous, very often, and I'm not saying anyone here is like that, because they're self-righteous, very often they don't expect to come back. They don't expect to be hurting someone. They don't expect to be in a situation where they would even need forgiveness because they're doing what is right, what's their opinion. See, our opinions are just that, opinions. Sometimes we foist them onto people as if they're mandates. That happens in society, work situations, home. So before we get into a situation where we need to forgive, let's get before that, and start checking out our own behaviors on all levels. Now, we're not terrorists, I presume. We're not murderers, I presume. So those big things that happen in the world, we hear a lot about forgiveness. I mean, how many people whose friends and family members were victimized in any situation, very often are interviewed, and they come to the point where they're forgiving the perpetrator. I mean, Pope John Paul II was a good example. He went to visit the perpetrator in prison. And so many books have been written about the need to forgive and how the forgiveness is so important to the victim. Yes, and that's 100% accurate because the scriptures go back into the book of Sirach hundreds of years before Jesus, and they talk about that. And... The thing we have as Christians is we have a Lord, Jesus Christ, who is human and God, divine and human. Not a coincidence, not a mistake, not an arbitrary thought of God, but very important because it dignifies our human behavior. And it gets us to look at ourselves as human beings. And and Paul summarizes it when he says, that we, if, if we, no one 
lives for oneself, no one dies for oneself. If we live, we live in the Lord. If we die, we die in the Lord. So, the appreciation that we have as Christians, that our role model is Jesus Christ, is very important. Because you're not doing it just for yourself, but we're doing it for God. And our participation in his divinity. He's human, divine, shares his divinity with us. So what we do, humanly, affects our humanity. But because we're Christians, if we hold on to the faith in Jesus Christ, what we do also reflects our faith and our spiritual life with Jesus. And we know, go back to Sirach, and he says very clearly, wrath and anger are hateful things. They're hateful things. and the si- He says the sinner holds on to them. Well, maybe it's the process. A sinner would hold on to those things. Hate and vengeance and wrath. And then he or she becomes the sinner by holding on to them. It's a very interesting weave we have here. And the sinner who holds on to these things, and let me pull that out of the car. We're all sinners, we know that, but let, let me just say us. As we hold on to those things, wrath, anger, revenge, who are you hurting? Look in the mirror. We know very well human nature. If I'm hating someone, I'm feeling the wrath and pain of that hate. If I take the energy and time and look what Jesus gave us, Jesus gave us a way of looking at ourselves humanly, psychologically, as well as spiritually. So if I take the time to get revenge, to speak filth of of someone who's hurt me, to to go back and and seek anger and, and carry it out, what am I carrying? I'm carrying the weight of revenge, And it's toxic. It's a cancer that goes within my spiritual and human life and ruins me. Now, again, I want to go back one step. Let's not find ourselves in the situation where we're causing someone to hurt or to be pained. And therefore, she or he has to forgive us. So it goes on both sides. We have to be people who follow Jesus Christ, human and divine. He's our Lord. He's our role role model. So we've got to watch what we say and what we do. And again, I'm not talking to terrorists. I'm not talking to warriors here. I'm talking just a a family that comes to church and seeks seeks God more in our lives. But sometimes even we are self-righteous and Christian. We think Christian. I say it with quotes. And we can say anything we want. We can correct one another. We can give our opinion and think it's valid. We we, we can say what we want to say, dependent, and not even care if it hurts you or not, because what I say is right. That person can go to hell, as far as I'm concerned, because she or he is being a phony. Disregarding Jesus' own command of loving, there would be no reason to forgive if people weren't hurt. So let's go back into that category of forgiveness. The need to forgive, the need to reach out, the, the need to, to understand that we are human beings and what happened to me as a victim of some crime or some insult 
Don't forget, I'm with Jesus, all of us, is happening also to Jesus. So therefore, I have to put my humanity and my divinity forward and say, basically, let me role model myself on Jesus Christ. I know that's a pain, isn't it? Because he was God. But in his humanity, he acted as a human being. Even on the cross, Father, forgive them. He acted as a human being. You know what he could have done on the cross. They, the, the, they, the crowd said, hey, if you really are the son of God, jump off the cross, free us, and do all these wonderful things. He didn't cling on to that. He didn't cling on to his divinity because he specifically came here to show us how to be human beings to the best of our ability. And he reveals his divinity to us. And of course, we go back to the parables of Jesus that again teach us the depth of forgiveness. It's a parable. He says it's a parable. One guy comes in. He owes the master. Now, it's funny. It's a huge, huge amount. In the original Aramaic, it wasn't a huge amount. It was like, they didn't say this. It was like a gazillion dollars. You know, it was like a, a beyond, beyond counting. That's how big it was. Now, so Jesus wants to make, make the impression very clear. This man comes in, he owes the master a gazillion dollars. The master, you might be careful here. Was the master manipulated to forgive him? Don't know. Sometimes we manipulate to get our way, and sometimes we manipulate, man, manipulate the feelings of another person just so he or she will take care of us, forgive us. Be careful of that, because Jesus reads our hearts. He knows our intentions. Okay, so that servant who's now free of his debt, and in those days it, it would have been valid to sell the guy and his family, his friends, everybody, sell, not his friends, but his, his family and his possessions, sell them as slaves. So he, the master would have gotten what he owes. Then that would have been a whole other story. He goes out and he doesn't show a bit. And that's what it was. He owed a bit. The new guy owes a fraction, a fraction to this freed servant. And what does he do? He already manipulated the master. Oh, I'm sorry, I can't do it. I'll do anything for you. You know, you've seen it, you've heard it. Maybe in our families, our friends, it, it's part of a, a, a kind of toxic behavior that some people have. Oh, next time would be different. I mean, manipulators, batterers, serial killers, the list goes on and on. Oh, next time will be different. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure, I'll, make, I'll fix everything for you. And then goes out and commits a more serious crime. And the more serious crime is not having mercy and forgiveness on his fellow servants. Not long ago, someone, I'm not going to even put him in a category, that I've known for a while, was on the other side. You know, the other side. He didn't do what I did, and he was different, very different. And he manipulated situations where he downgraded my, my name, my personality. I'm not going to reveal too much. 
Okay, so I cut them off. Okay. Now we're at a social event, and I'm a priest. We're at mass. That's what the social event was. And this person, <laughs> you, you know what I wanted to say, right? He's next to me during mass, and through no fault of my own because I didn't choose to sit next to him. Not a priest. He, okay. He's next to me during mass, and now the sign of peace comes. This was, this was during the year of mercy, two years ago. He turns to me, puts out his hand, and I said, no, thank you. I know you're not supposed to do it, but I'm sorry. I hadn't forgiven him. I didn't want anything to do with him. He was toxic. And my philosophy, if you're toxic, get away from me. I, I, I didn't hurt him. I didn't insult him. I didn't talk about his family. didn't wish him my little nothing. I just didn't want to have connection with him. So he turns to me and says, Lou, it's the year of mercy. Oh, my God. Did I want to smack him upside his head? Here we are in front of Jesus, about to receive the Eucharist, and he's manipulating me. Okay. I said, okay, I'll shake your hand, wish you peace, but you need to get in touch with me so we can talk it out. Did he get in touch with you? Because he didn't get in touch with me, and that's two years ago, and he's still thriving in his own little world. That's pure toxicity. And I don't think Jesus would want us to mingle with that. As Christians, we're known to keep away from near occasions of sin. Being with him would have been a near occasion of sin. Forgive him? Yeah, I, that's it, it's over. What he did is over. I'm not going to be his best friend. That's, that's being stupid, going back for more. That's the batterer going back, oh, because he said something nice to me, I'll forgive him this time. No, 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 no. Distance is safe for all of us. So maybe Jesus doesn't like my philosophy on this, but I'm sorry, Jesus, I'm human and, and you're divine and you came to me to give me an example. So I'm trying to live up to the best example that I have in your behavior. And you know he did things like that. He lost his temper in the temple. He told Peter to get behind him. Jesus was real. Jesus was a human being besides being divine. And the Holy Scriptures that he makes that very clear that my father is going to deal with you guys and women just as you deal with one another. Make no bones about it. So we need to forgive. And, and I think it was Mother Teresa that said, you know, forgiveness comes from the, from the heart, but forgetting needs humility. So I'm not there yet. Maybe all of us are on the road. But I think we need to have that double-sided effect with forgiveness. Forgive, to the best of our ability, put it aside. Mother Teresa would say, forget it. But not let it eat us away. We suffer when we hate. We suffer when we hold on to a grudge. We suffer when we go for the jugular. Because the pain of hurting another human being, even though he or she might be our enemy, the pain of hurting another human being goes back to our faith in Jesus Christ. He's present in all people. So we've got to, we've got to be very careful how to forgive. We've got to be very careful of keeping our words sincere. 
Our, our forgiveness cannot be manipulative. Our forgiveness cannot be artificial. Our actions have to be sincere, and our actions have to represent our faith in Jesus Christ. Otherwise, we're just people existing temporarily and then gone from the face of the earth. We are Christians. We leave this earth. We have Jesus to face. And if you want to face Jesus with a smile, let's forgive one another. Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Mail's here. It's two minutes later than yesterday. And because you know it's six minutes earlier than the day before... You decided it was time to get back to work. Let's job it up. At CareerBuilder, we're ready to help at every stage of your search. Build a resume, get industry tips and advice, and apply to multiple jobs in just one click. Get started now at CareerBuilder.com.